Welcome to the Coach's Wife Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from what it's really like being married to a coach, how we deal with critical fans, the ministry of the coaching family, and everything in between. I'm your host, Kayla Fox, wife of a high school football coach and founder of the Fly Fox Apparel, a coach's wife boutique. Whether you're on your way to team dinner or picking up the slack at home while coach is at work, huddle up and rest assured, you can find joy and community as a coach's wife. And it can all start right here. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Coach's Wife podcast. I am so excited to share with you today. I hope that you guys were all able to tune in to this week's episode earlier this week. Um, I told you guys, or I shared with you my chat with Carissa Sprinkle. Let me just tell you, first of all, Thank you so much for listening and subscribing and for sharing all of your kind words. I know sharing her story isn't um, it isn't easy for her to share and it isn't easy for people to hear, but I believe that a lot of good is coming from this and will continue to come from it. I can't count the number of messages I've gotten this week, guys, where women have told me, hey... That's exactly what I'm going through. And it's so hard that my husband's in this public eye and we just feel like we can't talk about it. We can't say anything. We don't know where to go for support. So first of all, if you are one of those people sending those messages, rest assured you are not the only one that sent those to us. And yeah, you guys, life's hard and you're not alone and we are all in this together. So if you um, have found yourself in a situation where whether it's just marital trouble or if you have gone through a season of betrayal or unfaithfulness. I hope that you will take a moment to check out Carissa's resources that she shared. I'll share them again here in the link because I just feel like there's going to be so much good that can come from this. God can make broken things beautiful and I've seen him do that in the work of my friends and I know that he can do that in your lives as well. So thank you so much for um, all your kind words and for tuning in. Today is our little game day pep talk and I'm so excited to share with you a few money-saving tips. So next week, we're going to be talking more about money and debt and paying off debt on a coach's budget. So I know that kind of seems kind of backwards a little bit there. Like, how is that actually possible for most of us? But um, yeah, you're going to hear from people who are living proof that it is possible. So today for our little game day pep talk, our pregame pep talk, I haven't decided what I want to call it yet. You guys should let me know what you want me to call it. I'm just going to go through a top 10 ways to save money. So here's a couple of ways that we've saved money as a family and that's helped us in our finances. So without further ado, let's start with number one, eat at home. Doesn't that just sound so boring? Let's be honest, and I think a lot of us have eaten at home significantly more in the last couple of months with coronavirus, but guys, it really does save so much money. You think about how much you spend per person when you're out at a table, and then there's the tip, and frankly, there's even the gas to get there, where if you just plan a little bit ahead and think about um, preparing a meal at home, you, you save so much money. There's so much less dollars per person that you're spending. I know that we, I mean, we try not to get super fancy around here. I don't really like to cook personally, so I'm thankful that my family isn't picky. 
Well, let me rephrase that. My husband is incredibly picky, but it's not because he's high maintenance. It's just because he only likes certain foods. So that's a topic for another day. Anyway, eating at home, even if it means, you know, eggs and toast one night. You guys know how cheap eggs and toast are? You can save so much money and not every meal has to be elaborate. And even if you do want to do a nicer meal, it's always going to be cheaper if you do it at home rather than going to a restaurant to pay. So think about that. Eat at home more often. Number two, Rakuten. I talk about Rakuten a lot and I am not ashamed of it. You guys, it's so crazy how much money you can save um, just by a click of a button. Like it's ridiculous. So how Rakuten works is you sign on and you create an account and you basically I just install a little like Rakuten R in my browser. And before I go check out anywhere, especially Amazon, I will go and click that little R and it will tell me if there's any cash back that I qualify for for that order. Most of the time, there's some kind of cash back that I qualify for. But they keep track of all of it for you. So then it just kind of seems like out of the blue, you get a check. So the first, I just started doing this in December and now it is June. And guys, so far this year, I've made like almost $400. Now, that includes any money that I've made as far as cash back from purchases. That also includes anyone who has signed up underneath me. So how that works is like if you would sign up using my link, I would get $25 and you would get $25 too. Like super easy. So we're both, we both got a little skin in the game, right? Um, So I'll share that link below. It's so, so easy and it's kind of just fun to shop like you normally would and then get rewarded for it. So I'm a big fan of Rakuten. Number three is capsule wardrobes. (laughs) That sounds fancy, doesn't it? Okay, so here's where I'm going with that. A couple years ago, I went through my closet and I got rid of so much stuff. Guys, I still had clothes from like high school. It was a little pathetic. But I went through all of my clothes and I started just getting rid of pieces that just didn't make sense. They didn't go with anything else that I owned. And just through doing that, I was able to start to see, okay, these are actually like the pieces and the colors and the styles that I like. And so then when I would go shopping, I would just know what to look for. And through doing that, I've ended up saving so much money because it's keeping me from looking at a piece and thinking, oh my gosh, that's so cute, than taking it home and having nothing to wear with it. So I not only did that just through my closet, but I also have done it for my kids' closets, especially if they need like a whole new bunch of clothes for the next season. I purposely try to buy things that are in the similar like color range or similar patterns or whatever that could all kind of mix and match well. You just get a lot more bang for your buck when you do that. So it sounds tiny and trivial, but I promise you it does make a difference. Now, on top of that note, number four is keep a list of what you need and only buy what's on your list. And here's the kicker. You do it even if it's not on sale. So when I went through this whole capsule wardrobe phase, I would go through and I, first of all, looked at all my Pinterest boards of all these outfits that I was obsessed with. And I really actually studied them and took time and took note of, okay, what are the pieces that make up that outfit? Do I have those pieces? Do I not? 
I found what I was doing is I was always buying really cute like tops or bottoms, but I didn't have a lot of those staple pieces that I needed to complete the look that I was going for. So what I would do is instead of going to Target and walking around and seeing the clearance rack and being like, oh my gosh, I love all these things and buying more than what I needed. And then coming home and being like, these are all really cute, but I've got nothing to wear them with and they're not at all what I needed. (laughs) Instead, I keep this list on my phone and it's as boring as like black tank top, new belt or whatever. And then when I go shopping, I will look for those pieces only. And what happens sometimes is like if I need a pair of like straight leg jeans, I will go to the store and those jeans might not be on sale, but they're exactly what I've been needing. So I'll buy them. I'm actually purchasing the things that I need the first time and I'm not suddenly collecting all these other things that may have been really cute, but they weren't really necessary. So it actually has saved me a ton of money. There's been several times I've gone to, especially Target, because Target's my weakness, when I've gone to Target and thought, oh, I want this so bad. And then I'll look and I'll be like, no, if it's not on my list, I don't care how good of a deal it is. I'm not buying it. And I promise you, it'll save you a lot of money too. Number five, double up on meals and freeze whatever is left over. So because I'm not a big fan of cooking, when I do cook, the rare times that I do, I try to cook more than what I need, which is getting a lot harder now that I have all these growing children. But my goal is to buy or to make more than what I need and then take half of it and freeze it. What's nice about this is I'm only making the kitchen a mess once, which is one of the main reasons I hate cooking is because then I have to clean my kitchen. But also the next time that we're in a pinch or we're in a rush and we don't have time, instead of thinking, oh, let's all run to Taco Bell. Instead, I think, no, wait, we can go out to the freezer and there's more food out there. So it's another way to save money and it saves time. So double up your recipes. Number six, assess your monthly bills. So whether it's your cable bill, your phone bill, whatever, look through it and see if there's anything that you can cut. You can always call these companies and see if there's any new plans that you qualify for um, that can offer you better deals and better rates. I'm horrible at doing this. I'm not going to lie, but my husband loves negotiating. So every once in a while, I'll put him on the phone (laughs) and let him just go to town talking to everybody, trying to find better ways to save money. So There have been times after phone calls we've saved anywhere from 50 to 100 bucks a month and that adds up pretty quickly. So look at your bills, look at what you're actually spending money on every month and see what you can cut out. Number seven, don't hate me for this one guys, but don't go to Target. I said it. I feel like I'm expecting (laughs) I'm expecting stones to be thrown my way. Guys, I don't know if you guys love Target as much as I do. What is it about that place? It's like the bullseye just sucks you right in. But when you don't go to Target, you don't spend the money. I used to live like two blocks down from Target. And so I was there all the time. And every time you go, you buy something. And even when I just had young babies at home, it was just nice to put them in the cart and walk around. And it was like my own time. But rarely did I ever walk out of there without anything. And most of the time, it was stuff that I didn't even need. So for myself, I just learned that if I cut out those trips and do something else instead, whether it's going for a walk, I don't know, like outside, like our ancestors did, 
<laughs> or something else, you end up, you can go do those things. You can have the same kind of mental break without spending the money. So think about what your vice is and try to avoid it. Minus Target, so I try not to go that often. That said, think about free things to do. Now, one thing that I think coaching families can easily look over just because we're used to the perks of the job is there are a lot of free things that we get to do that not a lot of other families have access to. So whether it's just going to games and using our sports pass to get into different games, going to the gym just to shoot some hoops some night, play at the field, the park, wherever, or even like... I don't know, like invest in a zoo pass and go there often. You know, think about these things that really in the long run cost you little to no money and they're great things to do either with your spouse when you're on a date or with your kids and your family night. Sometimes you just have to think like, let's think outside the box here. Instead of going and doing, you know, A, B, and C, let's do this instead and it's just as fun and it costs a lot less. So think about those free things to do. Look up free things to do in your community um, and go do those and go get involved and just kind of get out of your comfort zone and enjoy saving the money in the process. Speaking of thrifty, number nine, garage sale and thrift shop. I don't know about you, but I have this like thrill seeking part of me that just loves finding a good deal. Um, again, I would stick with a list. I would have something in mind, but I know I keep a list of things, especially things that I want for my house. Instead of going out and just buying all new, I try to find time to either go to a garage sale, go to Goodwill, Salvation Army, wherever. You can end up saving a lot of money and you can find some really cool, really cool things. So definitely take the time to garage sale, thrift shop if you're able to and find some good deals there. And last, number 10, save for what you really want and buy what you really want the first time. I sometimes go overboard with number nine and garage sailing and thrift shopping because I'm like, oh wait, all I have to do is this, this, and this, and then it will be exactly what I want. Only the bottom line is, especially as I've gotten older, is it's really not, it's not really what I want. If I would just take the time to save up an extra what, 100 bucks, then I could actually afford what I really wanted in the first place, that it will be a lot nicer and it will last a lot longer. So think about the things that are really mattering to you. I know for us right now, my whole thing is like our living room. I want to make that a really cozy space. And so there are things that I've been wanting, like really nice lamps. Well, instead of just going and finding like, well, these were on sale at Walmart or I found these at Goodwill and I could do this, this and this with them. Instead, I found the kind of lamps that I want. I am looking for a good deal on them, but I'm not sacrificing on what I really like the style that I want or anything, because I really feel like if I have those pieces, those are timeless. Those are nice. They're good quality. Those will last. Then I'm going to be happier with that in the long run. So think about the things that you're really wanting, whether it's for your wardrobe or your house or you know, your next car, whatever it's going to be. Think about, okay, long term, what's going to last? What am I going to be the most happy with? And instead of just finding other things to kind of be band-aids until you get there, try to just go without for a little bit and save up until you can actually get the thing that you wanted in the first place. So quick recap. These are my top 10 money saving tips. One, eat at home. Two, shop with Rakuten. Three, do capsule wardrobes. Four, list what you need and only buy what's on your list. Five, double up your meals and freeze what's left over. Six, assess your monthly bills and see what you can cut out. Seven, don't go to Target. Sorry. Eight, find free things to do. Nine, garage sale, thrift shop. And ten, save for what you really want and buy what you really want the first time. 
All right, that is all for today's pregame pep talk for the weekend. I hope that you guys have an awesome weekend and you'll tune in with us on Tuesday as we talk more about money saving and budgeting and paying off debt so you can be financially free. Guys, I do believe that it's possible even on a coach's budget. I hope you'll tune in then. Until then, I'll be over here cheering you on. This episode was brought to you by the Fly Fox Apparel. The Fly Fox Apparel is a coach's wife boutique and online community designed to bring joy and encouragement to every coach's wife. To learn more, head to theflyfoxapparel.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Fly Fox Apparel. That's F L Y F O X 